Hello again, everyone. Good morning. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews and local sports news, along with information and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers. Alan Sanders has us taking uh, control in the studios there at WBHF. We're on the Zoom connection. We'll have Brad Stevens to join us a little later on. Jackson Hyde is here this morning. We may hear from Matt Santini a little later on this morning as well. And today we've got a great lineup for you. We visit with all three of our local high school football coaches that have their teams headed to the state playoffs. We'll open with Adairsville head coach John Cudd. He'll be followed by Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes. And then Cass head coach Steve Gates will be in uh, during the 8 o'clock hour. So all three of those teams have big region games coming up tonight. And then later on in the show, we'll even touch on some college football. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. So glad you have joined us. We're brought to you by All-Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Ed Jones, Wilson Pools, Asher Realty, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, DA Baker Construction, iWorks of Cartersville, Latitude Blue, All Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Well, let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to our coaches and welcome in our first visitor of the morning, Coach John Cudd, head coach of the Adairsville Tigers. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Glad to have you with us. Uh, welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone. Your Tigers are 7-1 and one on the year, still unbeaten in Region 6 AAA. Uh, congratulations on your season thus far, uh, and uh, welcome back to the zone this morning. It's good to be here. We're uh, getting ready to play a couple of hard games here, so getting ready to hit this home stretch. Yeah, you're playing at a, a really high level right now, currently ranked number 12 in Class AAA's consensus poll. Uh, you've got uh, – the third best scoring offense in class AAA at 42 and a half points per game. I know you're going to tell me that it's not a concern, but, but I want to ask you what you think here with the current run, your team's on your region has been very competitive. Why do you think you haven't climbed any higher in the ranking order right now? Uh, well, AAA is always a tough, um, it, it's just tough. There's a lot of good teams in it. Um, you know, we have, not as many private schools as we used to have, but there's a lot of good schools. Uh, Cedar Grove's region is, is loaded. Uh, Oconee County's region is loaded. There's a couple other regions that's got a lot of good teams. So there's a, there's a lot of good teams. So uh, we kind of like staying under the radar as well. So <laughs> I kind of felt like that was where you were going to go with that. But, yeah, we'll talk about that region, uh, that Atlanta area around Cedar Grove region a little bit later on in this segment. Um, they've got, I think, three of the top four teams right now in one of the polls. Yes, sir. They're, they're let's, really, really good. Yeah. Let's give you uh, some time to talk about Chris Roper's six-touchdown performance, uh, five rushing touchdowns, and one receiving last week in your big win over Gordon Lee. Yeah, he's special. Um, every time he touches the ball, he can take it to the house. I mean, he's He's just got that ability. Uh, played great on defense as well. Um, 
you know, it was just a big game from him. Uh, I mean, obviously, Ethan Blom uh, had a big game as well, but um, it seemed like every time Chris touched the ball the other night, he scored a touchdown. Yeah, that offense has been clicking uh, really uh, since the beginning of the season. You have to be uh, happy with how things are going on that side of the football. Yes, sir. Um, going really well. Offensive line continues to play well. Um, Jonathan Googs just controls it and uh, gets us in good plays and, and makes good reads. And um, we just got a lot of a lot of playmakers out there right now. You mentioned it already, but I want to come back to that and talk about some of the other uh, uh, guys on that offensive side of the ball in particular. Roper was the recipient of all those scores last week, but uh, there were some other nice performances within the rest of your offense. Uh, I know Ethan Blome had some nice runs that set up a lot of those scores, and he eclipsed the 1,000-yard mark for the season last Friday night, now at just over 1,100 yards on the year. Yes, sir. He had a big game. Uh, I think he had 211 yards, which is his second 200-yard game of the season. Um, he continues to run the ball well. Uh, just uh, very explosive. Um, you know, we just we just got a lot of guys and a lot of they have, it's it's tough to prepare for. So uh, I'm glad we're not going against. Them. We've got about a minute before we have to take this first break, and then we'll bring Jackson Hyde in here with a question or two, but. Talk about some of those other names on that offense that have been clicking. Right. Caden Copeland continues to play well. Um, I think he's averaging about 12 yards a carry. Uh, and, you know, Jonathan Goods, like I said, he's just controlling the offense. So we haven't had to throw the ball a whole lot. Uh, but Grayson Belcher is is a guy that's, that's really come on, and, and so is Trey Winters. So, um, you know, pretty much everybody's just – kind of doing their job and, and, you know, answering the bell when they're called upon. Yeah, Gordon Lee kind of matched you with scores for the first three quarters, but you figured something out in the fourth quarter. What was that? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think we played ex as well as we were capable of playing. Now, credit Gordon Lee. They had a great game plan, um, and they executed it. Um, but we, uh, we, we didn't play as well defensively as we were hoping for. Um, you know, we didn't get off the field. We missed some tackles in the backfield, which is some things we've, we've been really good at lately. Uh, you know, again, credit them for uh, making those plays. But, um, yep. you know, we just played hard in the third quarter. They came, or fourth quarter, we just came back and played hard together and swarmed to the football. So. All right. Well, Coach, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back and get ready for Bremen when we return. Stick around. Whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are part of life. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you get ready for whatever life throws your way. He'll work with you to meet your changing needs and to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, Derek can help make them feel a little less unexpected. For an appointment, call Derek Strange at 770-386-4545, Edward Jones, Member SIPC. 
Hey folks, this is Sean with St. Angelo's Pizza next to Lake Point Sports in Emerson. So who's ready for some football, high school, college, and pro? You name it, we can't wait. So to celebrate, we're cooking up some great pizza deals all season long. Look us up on Facebook for all of our food and drink specials. And don't forget us when it's time to book that office holiday party or get together. For more information, find us at stangelos.com on the web or call us at 678-719-0495. St. Angelo's Pizza, Old Alatoona Road next to Lake Point Station and Lake Point Sports. Let's go. Little eye of the tiger this morning for Coach John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers visiting with us on Bartow Sports Zone this morning. Glad you could join us as well. Coach Cudd, if uh, we were talking about it during the break, if I have the playoff scenarios correct, you can clinch a home playoff game in the first round with a win tonight. Uh, but we all know that Bremen can be a very tough place to play. There's no doubt. I don't. We haven't beaten Bremen um, in a actual game since we've uh, been playing them since I've been here. Um, I think we're zero two against them. We did scrimmage them last year, um, but uh, so there's some familiarity, familiarity with them uh, with them being new to the region, but. Uh, it is a tough place to play. It's a long drive from here, and uh, we got to be ready to play. Coach, they've kind of leaned on their defense this year. That's a little different in your region. What problems have they been creating for opposition? Uh, they bring a lot of pressure. Um, uh, they bring uh, six guys about 50 different ways, and you got to be prepared for it. They uh, jump in and jump out of, of uh, four- and five-man fronts and, and three-man fronts as well, so. Uh, just a lot of chaos, and uh, they play a lot of press man coverage on the outside, so we've got to do a good job of, of, you know, just going to our areas and not worrying about the men, but just blocking our areas. So. Jackson Hyde is with us this morning on the Zoom connection as well. Good morning, Jackson. Good morning. Glad you good could morning. be here this morning. Yeah, glad to be here. We'll turn it over to you for a couple of questions with Coach Cudd. Uh, Coach, I got one about your team and then one about Bremen, kind of to touch on what Charles just mentioned. But, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about your offensive standouts last week. I saw where <clears throat> Charlie Ray got a lot of accolades. I think he was your defensive player of the week last week, as well as the Northwest Georgia football uh, player of the week. Tell us a little bit about, about your senior and Charlie Ray. Uh, he's our he's our leader on defense. He gets us lined up. Um, he's uh, He calls our defense, you know, gets it from uh, the sideline and – um, he just does a great job of, of getting people in the right areas, and then he runs the football well. Um, he's seeing things really well right now. He's a smart, smart player. Um, so really excited about him. He's he's had a good week of practice too, so we're just excited what he's going to do tonight as well. Touch on what uh, Charles mentioned, Bremen's defense. I, I saw where they're uh, in points allowed. They're in the top ten in, in AAA. So do you feel like as far as uh, – in your region, is this the best defense you've seen so far? Uh, I think so. They, um, they're definitely uh, they've they've presented everybody we played problems. Uh, so we're we're gonna have our hands uh, full tonight, uh, trying to score and trying to stay on the field offensively. Well, hopefully this will be a uh, a good warm up for the for the playoff run you guys are about to be on. And uh, congratulations on a great season, and look forward to watching you guys uh, as the season progresses. All right, appreciate it, Jackson. Thank you. Yes, sir. Coach, the Blue Devils suffered a 14-10 to loss to Cahulla Creek last week. 
since those two teams are your final two opponents of the regular season, I'm guessing uh, there was plenty of film study that went on up at Adairsville this past week. <laughs> yes, sir. There is. Um, again, um, you know, with, with you playing in the region, you get crossover films all year. Uh, so you've got, you know, you've seen just about everybody, but uh, no doubt. But I, our, our focus is definitely on Bremen. Um, we know how good they're on defense. They create a lot of turnovers and, um, you know, we've got to play really well defensively to uh, give our offense uh, chances to, to score. So uh, we're really uh, kind of locked in on Bremen right now. Well, let's talk a little bit about that matchup. Uh, what are they trying to do offensively? Uh, and just kind of give us a little bit about their scheme, what they're trying to do with their offense. Right. They're, uh, they're similar to us. Uh, they're going to they're gonna run the – the football and they're going to do it 50 ways out of 50 or, or four or five ways out of 50 formations, uh, kind of like we do. Um, you know, they, they got a couple of good backs. Um, quarterback is athletic. Um, they, uh, they haven't thrown the ball as much, but they're capable at times. So, uh, you know, we've just got to, we've got to play better than we did last week. I can tell you that. So, uh, to have a chance. So, um, but stopping the run will be our, our main focus tonight. Well, I know that uh, you'll have your troops ready. Uh, talk a little bit about the environment that's down there and how you've prepared your guys for the environment they're about to enter. Yeah, you know, we've we've played some tough places this year. Um, and uh, it's never easy going on the road. and It's never easy traveling, you know, over an hour. But, um, you know, our, our kids are – we've got a lot of older kids that's played a lot of games for us. So uh, we, we kind of lean on them in these situations and – and, uh, and you asked them to be the leaders on the football field, of course. Well, coaches never like to look down the road. They like to stay focused on the moment, but I'm going to kind of twist your arm a little bit to, to look a little bit down the road. You know you're in the state playoffs. It's still a little bit further down the road, but Region 6 AAA is going to square off with the Region 5 AAA in the opening round. Uh, have you had an opportunity to start looking a little bit at, the le- at that league and some of their uh, some of your potential playoff opponents? Well, you know, uh, Cedar Grove and Carver played for the state championship last year in 3A, uh, both in the same region. Uh, Sandy Creek uh, was, the, I think, the only team in 3A to beat Cedar Grove last year, um, and they're all in the same region. Uh, Douglas has multiple uh, guys with Division One offers as well, uh, So, and that's their fourth uh, team. So... Um, you know, it's it's definitely uh, it's almost unfair <laughs> how many good players <laughs> they have. Uh, uh, so we're we're aware. Um, you know, um, we're gonna have our hands full of, of, for our region, our whole region. So um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna need to uh, put our best foot forward uh, the next two weeks to hopefully get that good draw. Yeah, just kind of wrapping things up here. Cedar Grove right now at two and zero in that region. Carver, Atlanta, and Sandy Creek are both one and one. Douglas of Atlanta is 0-2, but like you said, they've got some really good uh, players that are there. Cedar Grove plays Carver one week from tonight. Uh, that'll be another huge matchup in that region. Sandy Creek plays at region winless Douglas one week from tonight. So it looks like the order of finish will most likely be Cedar Grove, Sandy Creek, Carver, and then Douglas. Uh, but you just never know, do you, Coach? <laughs> that's, that's why we play the game so you never know what absolutely 
Well, good luck tonight. Uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, the results, and uh, good luck to the Tigers. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Coach John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers, we always appreciate our coaches joining us here on Bartow Sports Zone. We'll take a timeout for a little news break, and when we come back, we'll have Coach Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes. Accidents will happen, but when the unfortunate happens to you, let First Class Collision Center be your partner in repairs. First Class provides quality auto body and interior repair while working with all insurance companies and maintaining a Google five-star customer rating. Call First Class at 770-755-2200 to schedule your free no-obligation estimate today. Our shop now handles big truck repairs too. First Class Collision Center because it has to be perfect. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm Charles Wilson. I'm in here this morning with Alan Sanders in the WBHF studio. Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection along with me and Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, currently ranked number four in the state. Good morning, Connor. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Always glad to uh, have you here, and we appreciate your time. We also, before we get started, we want to thank Coach John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers for joining us in that opening hour, and we'll give you a tease a little bit. We'll have Coach Steve Gates coming up uh, in the next half hour here on Bartow Sports Zone. This segment is brought to you in part by D.A. Baker Construction. If you're ready to remodel, beautify, or upgrade part of the home or property you love, how about an addition or renovation, residential, commercial, interior, or exterior? Contact David and Brett Baker with the crew of D.A. Baker Construction. They have the expertise to help you realize the full potential of your property. Free estimates, and they'll keep you within your budget. Call 770-606-2685 for D.A. Baker Construction or look for D.A. Baker Remodeling Contractors on Facebook. Well, Coach Foster... Congratulations on your season so far now at eight and one on the year. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, you had a few turnovers last week and Woodland had a kickoff return. That was the only points that you allowed still a huge win over another local rival. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's always, always a big game and it was, it was a huge night. Uh, the, the blackout was incredible. Um, you know, special thanks to the Pritchard injury firm, um, and to our entire community. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we did a, a canned food drive and donated it all to the Sam Jones and Scared to Be Hungry canned food drive. And we raised almost 10,000 cans uh, that were donated. So really, really um, excited about how we play, but more importantly, excited about how we used our platform to, to um, you know, to improve our community. Well, I guess the biggest part of that win last week, it now has you set up for a shot tonight at another region title 
at best and then definitely a home playoff game with a win. Yeah, we need to take care of business, you know, and, and you know, all that stuff is, is good to talk about, but it, it has no uh, no impact on the game. So for us, it's it's been about a great week of preparation and you know, I'm trying to be locked in on, on being the best we can be and be one another this week. You're now uh, ranked number three in Class 5A in at least three different polls that are out there. You're fifth in the Georgia High School Football Dailies Consensus Poll. Your guys continue rolling along with the second highest scoring offense in all of Class 5A at more than 38 points per game. Coach, uh, your offense has uh, the luxury of a lot of different weapons out there. You have to be pleased with how they're performing. Yeah, I've been been proud of our kids and our coaches. You know, we've we've had quite a few injuries. Um, last week was no exception. It's been different people stepping up every week, and I hope that we can get everybody back and healthy um, for a playoff run. And we've created a lot of depth. Um, you know, I'm thankful that we've been so intentional about um, making sure that we're working hard to develop our depth, and it certainly paid off for us. Like I said, it's been different guys stepping up every week. Malachi Jeffries has been good all year long. He carried the load again last week with 141 yards on 24 carries. Talk about him as a workhorse. Yeah, he's he's been our guy. You know, um, you know in big in big games and big moments, um, you know, he's really just worn people down. Our offensive line and, and our run game. Um, you know, Malachi's a different back than we've had. He's he's a little bit uh, bigger and a little bit more physical. And like I said, um, we just try to lean on people and wear on people for four quarters, and it's paid off for us in the second half. It was Christian Lando's turn to cash in on the touchdowns last week, though. He had a three-touchdown performance with his 95 yards. Yeah, he played a great game. And I, but most importantly, everybody you know doesn't get to see the, the leadership that Lando brings. And he brings great energy, great passion. Um, you know, he was leading our guys at, at halftime and uh, really proud of the way he stepped up on both sides of the ball. And he's just been a huge, um, you know, a huge part of our success this season as that kind of emotional leader for us. You're a defensive guy. Talk about uh, the the different ingredients those two running backs bring to your offense that create difficulty for the defense in matching up as you alternate or, or use both of those guys in the offense. Yeah, Lando is a little bit more of a slasher. Um, you know, Malachi is really going to hit it downhill. And, um, you know, both of them do a, a good job. And Coach Miller um, does a great job of, of encouraging them to keep going forward, never lose yards, you know, keep fighting for extra yards and, and stay forward in the run game and, you know, not not having a negative play, and both of them do a great job there. Both of them catch the ball really well out of the backfield. We feel comfortable with both of them in, in the screen game and the passing game. Malachi is really good um, in pass pro, but uh, Lando's certainly growing in that area. They they kind of feed off of each other and take pride in the physical part of their game. So, uh, two fun guys to watch. A little bit different styles, but they feed off of each other. And we can't leave uh, the running game without letting you laud on your offensive line just a little bit. Oh man, that, that's that's where we start right there. That's that's the heartbeat of our team. Those guys up front, uh, and I tell you, who doesn't get enough credit is is also our tight ends. They've been a huge part of our our success this season. Connor Brassfield, Landon Whitman, Jalen Scott. Those guys have been physical in the run game as well. He's Coach Connor Foster. We've got the Purple Hurricanes tonight here on WBHF. Matt, Don, and Jack will all be up there at uh, Harmon Field and uh, Bill Chapel Stadium for the Catamounts and the Purple Hurricanes tonight here on WBHF. Our game over on BartosportsZone.com. 
will be the Cass Colonels taking on the Calhoun Yellow Jackets. Both of those games hugely important for the final seeding in Region 7-5A. We'll take a timeout here on Bartow Sports Zone, and when we come back, we'll preview a little bit of that Dalton-Cartersville game with Coach Connor Foster, so stick around. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. It's WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Do you love the way your home or business looks in Christmas lights, but lack the expertise and equipment to get the job done right and safely? Hydro Pro Wash has the answer. We can design and install your decorative lights, maintain them throughout the season at no extra charge, and take them down at the start of the new year. For an exact quote today, call 678-764-3553, find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook, or go to MyChristmasLightsPro.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection with Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Alan Sanders taking care of business back in the WBHF studios. Uh, Coach Foster, tonight you make the ride up I-75 to Harmon Field and Bill Chapel Stadium for a crucial game against the Dalton Catamounts as you get ready for the playoffs a win, as I see it, assures you of a home playoff game in the first round, and it could earn the Canes another region title. You have to be excited about making that trip tonight. No doubt. Um, you know, it's a it's another opportunity to play. Um, you know, another opportunity to um, to get better and, and to gain some experience um, before we move into the playoffs, and also just um, you know one of the unique atmospheres in the state. So excited for our fan base, excited for our kids to get to go up there and play in, in a historic stadium that, that there's been a lot of great football played. Jackson Hyde's here with us this morning. He's got uh, some questions for Coach Foster. Uh, first is a statement, Coach, and then I want to ask you about uh, if you if you think about Dalton, obviously you got to think about Tyson Greenway. He's, uh, he's their guy. Um, he's been heralded as maybe the best running back in the region, northwest Georgia, that type of thing. I, I would beg to disagree. I think if your guy Jeffries had the number of carries he had, we might be talking about a different guy. But uh, obviously the plan tonight is to stop Greenway. Uh, they look a little bit – I've seen them in person and on film. They look a little bit one-dimensional to me. Uh, tell me tell me the game plan defensively tonight. <laughs> well, I think everybody's <laughs> probably had the same game plan, you know, try to, try to stop him, and, and nobody's been real successful. So – you know, for us, it's going to be trying to throw, trying to throw different looks at them. Um, you know, trying to create some confusion up front for their offensive line, and trying to get hats to the football. And you know, I think they've done a good job um, in some big games and some big moments of of hitting some big pass pass plays. So you gotta you gotta have great eye discipline. You can't give up the big shot in the passing game, and you got to be successful. You know, everybody talks about third down, but the reality is, you got to be successful on first down um, on both sides of the ball in order to get off the field on third down. So we got to got to create some negative plays, got to get hats to the football. Most importantly, we got to play fast. 
a good environment you're going into tonight. Um, just a little off the wall question, but uh, will this be the only game that you've played on grass? True well, we, natural yeah, grass this just, year. We we talked about that um, the other day. I I think it's our only game we've played on grass. Um, going all the way back to our semifinal game uh, against Coffee County in 2018. Um, uh, or excuse me, 2020, excuse me. So uh, it's been a couple of years. We did scrimmage this year um, on grass over at Pepperell. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Again, just, just something new, something unique. Not excited about all the laundry tonight uh, with the white uniforms, but uh, that, that'll be okay. <laughs> oh, God, you just brought back some horrible memories yeah, for me, man, Coach. Yeah, Coach, coaching coaches, we <laughs> – that's right. Thankful for a group of moms. Big shout out to them. They come in on Saturday mornings and help us to do a tremendous job. Oh, that's awesome. Coach, uh, I know we talked about Tyson Greenwade, but I've done two Dalton games, one when they played Cass, one when they played Woodland. Adriel Hernandez, his backup's pretty darn good, too. He's, a, he's really good. Uh, doesn't get enough credit. He's he's. Uh, I don't think there'll be much drop-off next year with him there. He, he comes in and brings some fresh legs and has made some huge plays for him down the stretch of games. And, and he's tremendous on defense as well. Really, really talented young man. Coach, Region 7-5A obviously has some talented offenses this year. Going into last week's games, the league had four of the top ten scoring teams in the state in Class 5A. As I travel around, the question I've been asked a few times by people who really aren't directed or, or directly involved with this region at all. They want to say, well, it looks like that region's lacking some defense. Well, your team <laughs> is ninth in class 5A in scoring defense at 14 points a game. How do you see it? Um, I think it's great offense. Um, you know, lots of, lots of talented players, lots of great coaching. The depth in our region is incredible. I mean, you, you got a team – like Hiram that's, that's been eliminated that, that's scored 40 points on everybody, it feels like. Um, so, you know, there's there's just so much talent, great coaching, um, you know, and I think it's going to serve all of us well as we move to the playoffs. Well, Calhoun kept Greenway to 110 yards on 22 carries last week. <clears throat> as you mentioned, that seems to be a, a formula to slowing down the cat amounts. But we've got another minute and a half or so. Let's talk about other aspects of the Catamounts offense that give you reason for concern tonight. Yeah, like I said, you know, the, the passing game has been big in some big moments. Um, number one and number 10 are electric on the outside. They got two huge tight ends, 6'4 and 6'5. Um, you know, they, they create some mismatches in the passing game as well as um, in the box. They're able to get two more hats in the box um, and, and big ones at that. So, you know, they, they give you a lot of different looks, a lot of different formations that keep you off balance, and we, we certainly got to be prepared tonight. Well, Coach, uh, safe travels as you make your way to Dalton tonight, uh, and uh, we always appreciate you coming on here. And uh, uh, go get a win and enjoy the bye week as you get ready for the state playoffs. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Go Kane. That's Coach Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes. We'll have their game for you tonight here on WBHF from Harmon Field and Bill Chapel Stadium. It'll be the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes and the Dalton Catamounts here on WBHF. The game on BartosSportsZone.com tonight will be the Cass Colonels as they travel up to take on the Calhoun Yellow Jackets. Pre-game for both of those games will be at 6 p.m. and a simulcast of the countdown to kickoff, and then kickoff will be around 7.30. 
We'll take another break here on Bartow Sports Zone, and when we come back, we'll visit with Coach Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels. At Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville on Main Street, we not only have all the new models like the Civic, Accord, Pilot, Passport, and CRV, but Schottenkirk also has the Electrified Insight, Accord Hybrid, and Clarity Plug-in. Schottenkirk has a large certified pre-owned inventory, and our award-winning staff can match your needs and budget with ease. We have the new Ridgeline Pickup and the Odyssey Minivan, too, so give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda online at Honda of cartersville.com Don't let heating or cooling needs create unwanted stress in your home or business. Allow the licensed pros at All Weather Heating and Air to get your system updated or repaired. With refreshingly affordable prices, let All Weather provide an honest, consulted quote for your system today. Call 770-315-5909, visit Allweather at 333 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville, or learn more at allweatherheatingandair.com. Hello, everybody. Good morning and welcome back to Bartow's Sports Zone as we cruise into our second hour of the morning here on WBHF. This segment of Bartow's Sports Zone brought to you in part by Oak Valley Designs, your source for luxury stair coverings with sewn-in padding available in shapes, colors, and a variety of carpet styles to best fit your taste. Check out OakValleyDesigns.com to begin your shopping experience right away or call 706-331-0315. They're also open to the public and located right here in Cartersville at 30 River Court, just off West Avenue. Update your stair covering or just make your stairs a little safer for pets and the elderly. You can check out Oak Valley Designer Stair Coverings for all of their supplies. Coach Steve Gates joins us now on Bartow Sports Zone. We always are thankful for the time our coaches give us. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Hey, let's start with something fun this morning. Tell us a, a little bit about that perfect route that he ran and the crucial diving reception that he made last week. Uh, offensive lineman Tyler Pinson on that crucial fourth and five play. Yeah, that was pretty spectacular. You know, and Coach <clears throat> Coach Gates, my old line coach, uh, mentioned to our staff that they work on the tip drill every day, and so it's it wasn't a surprise to him. So um, that was kind of good laugh in the coach's office. But, no, that was a – that was a Johnny on the spot, uh, football awareness, senior type of play. Just tip ball, let me get it, and go for it. And, and obviously it was a drive-saving catch that um, ultimately kind of locked up that drive. Yeah, you just uh, recovered the onside kick and were trying to run out the clock and you get to a situation where you might have to punt the ball away or turn it over to them on downs uh, late in the game in less than a one-score game, and you get a tipped ball off your quarterback's throw, and your offensive lineman catches the tip. Uh, pretty exciting at the time. Definitely, especially for Tyler. He's a, he's a senior. He's a program kid. He works his tail off every day in the weight room, so it was very rewarding to see him have a play like that on senior night. Uh, it's, it's funny, too. I saw him later that night. I had stopped at a convenience store and he was happened to be in there and he didn't know me from Adam's house cat, but 
I said, great catch, Tyler. And, and he, he, the biggest grin came up on his face. He couldn't believe some stranger to him anyway. Oh, uh, he, he knew that the- he caught that pass. He's walked in the weight room every day this week smiling. I mean, he's on cloud. <laughs> it's, it's been a fun week for him. Coach, I got to ask you this. Uh, and we talked about it in after the game, you and I. Was last week the best performance of the year by your defense? No doubt. Uh, to You know, they scored, I think it was 21 on us. Seven of those were the offensive fault on a lateral pass. And then, you know, the first play of the game by their number seven, who's an extremely good football player. However you want to look at it, Charles, they they scored seven points in 47 minutes and 45 seconds. So our defense held that type of offense to seven points for literally 98% of the game. And um, they've just gotten better each week. Uh, and and if I somebody said to me the other day – you know, points allowed were one of the best defenses in the region. Um, so they, they've just – they've come leaps and bounds um, uh, with with progress over the season. Coach, you were haunted a little bit by some turnovers uh, in that – obviously in the Dalton loss, you had some turnovers early against Hiram. Uh, I think you'll agree with me there were still far too many pre-snap penalties – uh, even last week in the win over Hiram. But last week, uh, you were able to overcome those. Do you feel like the close loss to Dalton helped you in the close win over Hiram? I think all of our close losses here uh, have helped us. You know, we have been in every single game this year, uh, literally up to and through halftime. Nobody's blown us out. Uh, you know, we've lost by a few touchdowns to a team or two, but we've been in it up until halftime. So, you know, these kids know how to fight. Um, they fought back to your uh, turnovers. Yeah, turnovers, I mean, it'll it'll decimate a, a drive, a, a, a half, a, a, a Friday night. And, and it has a couple times this year to us. But, yeah, we've overcome them. Penalties, actually, you know, you mentioned crucial penalties. I, if I'm not mistaken, we only had four all night long uh, Friday night. And so that was actually, it may have seemed some pre-snap, um, but when the game plan that we installed to slow down Hiram, um, it worked to perfection and, and we installed some new things that week that, you know, got some timing off um, of our normal offense. And so I expected we coach McCorder and I expected a couple false starts um, and we were willing to sacrifice a couple false starts to keep you know, 10, 7, 8, 6, all the stud athletes that Hiram has, we had to keep them on the sideline. Yeah, I was going to mention that. You you had a game plan, obviously, of winding the game, uh, the play clock down deep in the count uh, throughout the game, and especially there after you took the lead late. Would you agree that working on that is challenging at practice because you just can't simulate the the energy, the adrenaline, the intensity that, comes out in a game <clears throat> absolutely and and i'm one of those guys that i don't i don't like just to practice to practice i don't like to say we're practicing tell people we're practicing um you know i like i like to do things that are game type situations so we you know we had headsets out last week we had signalers you know we we simulated every snap that we were going to do on friday night we simulated that um you know in practice and and again it it worked to a T. 
um, for us uh, Friday night. Well, we've got a huge game coming up tonight. We'll have the broadcast for everyone on BartowSportsZone.com. The Cast Colonels are going to take the short drive up the road to Calhoun to take on the Calhoun Yellow Jackets. Turns out to be a huge game in Region 75A. When we come back, we'll visit more with Coach Steve Gates and talk about the Colonels as they travel to Calhoun. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique custom designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine Pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here, along with Jackson Hyde on your Bartow Sports Zone Friday. Alan Sanders running things back in the WBHF studio, and we're visiting with Coach Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels as they get ready to travel up to Calhoun tonight to take on the Yellow Jackets, who won at home for the very first time last week. And we were kind of uh, laughing about it during the commercial break. Coach uh, Coach Dykes up there at Calhoun, because they had not won a home game all year long until last week, prior to that game, he put his team on a bus and drove them around in a circle in Calhoun and then dropped them off at the game to get ready for last week's uh, tilt. Yeah, that's a that's all uh, uh, Clemson type of version there where they do that. So, you know, Calhoun's a, a special place to play high school football. Uh, it reminds me of a South Georgia atmosphere. Um, it's usually uh, pretty loud, packed. It's it's fun, exciting. Um, so we're looking forward to it. Jackson Hyde's here with a couple of questions. Coach, obviously, huge game. You win. You're the two seed uh, going into the playoffs, home playoff game, a lot on the line. And I'll say, uh, based on last year's performance at Calhoun, I actually thought it was our probably one of the best games we played as far as the Colonels are concerned. Uh, the final score definitely did not indicate the, uh, the how tight that game was. Tell us a little bit about the plan for tonight and, and uh, what we can expect out of the Colonels. Yeah, uh, speaking of that game last year, you know, if, I don't know the exact points, but if I if I'm not if I'm mistaken, we were on the five two three four five yard line to go up by maybe two scores right before half, um, and and Devin Henderson juked, spun, juke, spun, spun, juke, 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 spun, got to the one and fumbled, and. Um, I think two plays later, they scored. So then they go up at halftime. So we had a chance to be up by two scores uh, before halftime and, and, a, and a mistake by Devin. And, of course, nobody <laughs> nobody feels worse about it than Devin. Um, so he's got a little chip on his shoulder uh, right now. Um, he's got that look in his eye that, that I wouldn't want to cross him right now. So he's I'm looking forward to him having a big game tonight uh, along with the others. They all feel the same way. Um, you know, Calhoun's going to get our best shot. Uh, we're not 100% healthy, but we're close. Kobe's been uh, injured for the past two weeks. Um, 
very few uh, reps in practice. I mean, even the Dalton week, Sokovi didn't practice all week long uh, with an ankle. So uh, he's finally getting back. Um, you know, Mac Nelson's uh, back, not 100%. So we're we're banged up, which we should be this time of year with the schedule we play, the, the, the Rock Marts and the uh, teams like that that we play that are very physical. So we'll uh, we'll give it our best shot. On the defensive side of the ball, Coach, uh, two big names for Calhoun, in my opinion, Caden Williams and Amari Winston. Uh, is there a, a particular focus on those two guys or just going to do what we do there? Not necessarily guys, more of scheme and concepts of what they like to do with Caden and Amari. Uh, you know, if as soon as you start saying, oh, well, let's put our, you know, best player, you spy him and you do this, you kind of get out of your defensive concepts um, and start catering to them. You know, we're just – we've got a game plan for what we think they'll do on offense. And, and um, you know, if Caden happens to get the ball and we're in the right position, then we made a good play. If, if he's a tremendous uh, football player, um, you know, as, as obviously so is Amari. And, uh, you know, they started putting Amari in, in, in the backfield, running some power read stuff, so which is – and not anything uh, I haven't seen before with with great athletes like that. Uh, so it's uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll see. They're two good football players. Coach, the Colonels are still a top ten scoring offense in all of Class Five A at just under thirty three points a game. I thought personally, I thought the insertion of Kevin Henderson at running back last week just paid huge dividends for you. Yeah, that's that's been something we've kicked around for for a while now. Um, we've kind of have uh, you know we've got a really good young running back Braylon Hill, uh, but other than that, we've kind of we we got a we're short on running backs. Um, we lost one for discipline reasons uh, earlier in the year. So uh, Kevin, you know, Kevin refuses to come off the football field on Friday nights. Uh, you know, and, and at the tight end wide position, you're not going to get a, a whole, you know, you're not going to get the ball every other time. Um, and he's, he's obviously one of our better playmakers. He's extremely physical, very, very strong, um, enough to where yesterday in the, in the weight room, Devin Henderson, his brother comes by me and goes, coach, how did Kevin pass everybody so fast talking about in the weight room, uh, with his numbers and stuff, just cause Kevin's getting so strong. So. It's noticeable by even by his brother. Uh, so, yeah, Kevin, Kevin toting the ball. My old line coach absolutely loves it. Um, so, we'll see. Yeah, it has to be fun uh, blocking for uh, Kevin because he doesn't need that much. He just needs a little surge forward, and he's going to help move the pile. Yeah, he's, he's carrying a few with him. And, yeah, the, the, the old linemen love, love blocking for him and Mac. Uh, obviously Mac's going to, you know, add 160 pounds. He's going to put his shoulder to anybody. He does not care, uh, how big you are or, or anything. So we got two very, very good running backs. Uh, again, you guys know this, I've said it all year long and we've got a bunch of 14 and 15 year olds up there blocking for him. So, uh, with the, with the one senior, maybe two, if you count it, Tyler Pinson played defense most of the year. Um, but we got a bunch of guys coming back, uh, and uh, they'll they'll get some uh, some fun uh, experience tonight in Calhoun, and then in the playoffs in two weeks. Well, Coach, uh, good luck tonight. You know that's going to be a physical contest up at Calhoun. Definitely, definitely. Coach Stevenson does a great job. Uh, he's a good person, a good human being. 
we have great conversations about stuff other than football and that, and that, that makes, uh, that makes it fun for us. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. Cast Colonels at the Calhoun Yellow Jackets. We'll have it for you live tonight on BartosportZone.com. Out on our social media, we'll have all kinds of links that you can click on to listen to that contest tonight. Coach uh, Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels, we want to be- uh, wish you best of luck this evening and uh, go get them. We will. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. See you tonight. Coach Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels. Again, that game tonight, pass at Calhoun on BartosportZone.com. Storms come along in life. But when your home or business has an all-star roof and gutters, you have an all-star defense. For free same-day inspections and estimates, call 678-245-9658 or 770-655-0911. Find All-Star Roofing online at allstarroofs.com or find All-Star Roofing and Restoration on Facebook. The new leaders for roofing and gutters, All-Star Roofing. Prepared with dough that's made daily and always the freshest ingredients, Johnny's New York Style Pizza is your family-friendly spot in Cartersville for pizza, a fresh salad, wings, a New York Style sub, or your favorite pasta dish. Johnny's has plenty of daily lunch specials, too. Visit johnnyspizza.com to order online for pickup or visit soon at 244 North Dixie Avenue. Brick oven baked, fresh, and authentic, Johnny's New York Style Pizza. We're all pizza people. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, uh, another member of the Bartow Sports Zone Bench Warmers. And we've got Alan Sanders running the board back at the WBHF studios. We want to say thank you to all of our coach guests this morning. We had all three of the local coaches that are headed to the playoffs, Coach John Cudd of Adairsville, Connor Foster of Cartersville, and Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels. We want to thank them for joining us. And it's always a pleasure to have our coaches on the show to talk about their big region games coming up tonight. And all three of those coaches are headed to the playoffs, regardless of outcomes tonight, but uh, obviously uh, seating on the line and big wins if they can pull those off tonight. This segment of Bartow Sports Zone is brought to you by Rents for Events for all your party equipment. Everything from tents, tables, and chairs to glassware, flatware, and concessions equipment. Rents for Events in Cartersville has been the go-to provider for all of Northwest Georgia for years. Planning your wedding, anniversary celebration, birthday party, church, or school event? Then Rents for Events has every detail covered with free estimates. To see the full inventory, visit rentsforevents.net. That's Rents for Events with the number 4. Stop by their office at 50 Zena Drive or call 678-899-6000 for rents for events. Very quickly, uh, I told Jackson during the last commercial break and uh, the news break, uh, we've gone 90 minutes of Bartow Sports on haven't even mentioned the Woodland game last night, the Woodland Wildcats falling to the Hiram Hornets last night, 52-41 to in their final game of the year. Woodland finishes the season at one and nine on the season, zero and five in the region. Hiram closes out its year five and five and two and three in the region. But 
neither of those teams will be in the state playoffs moving forward. So they wrap up their season with a Thursday night game. For Woodland, Isaiah Livesey had three touchdowns last night. Jaden Smith had a score. Breelis Williams had a touchdown, and Ray Glover had one as well. The good news for the Wildcats, uh, most of them are sophomores and juniors. So most of those players, the core of that team, Jackson, will be back yeah, next good, year. Good uh, good final game. Coach Haywood uh, knew he was in for a, for a struggle this year. A young team, new New coaching staff, new scheme being put in place. Uh, good to see them get some points on the board last night. Maybe take some of that momentum into next season. Tonight's local games will tell you again. We've got a Daresville at seven one seven and one on the year five and zero oh in Region Six AAA. They make the tough trip down to Bremen to take on the Blue Devils, a really good defensive team at four and four, three and two. The Tigers, according to the projection sites, are about a 20 to 23-point favorite. Uh, and at 17.4 points per game, the Blue Devils have been the 10th best scoring defense in all of AAA. We'll also uh, tip a cap to Ethan Blome, who went over the 1,000-yard rushing mark last week for the Tigers. Uh, Blome now with just over 1,100 yards rushing on the season. The other game, uh, of course, is Cartersville as they travel to Dalton. That game is potentially uh, a, a game that could determine the region championship, depending on the game that we'll have on BartosportsZone.com tonight, Cass and Calhoun. So Cartersville at Dalton tonight. That game will be here on WBHF. And the third game uh, tonight is the Cass Colonels at four and five on the year, two and two in the region. They go to Calhoun six and three, three and one. That where the Yellow Jackets will be about a twenty point favorite according to most of the projection sites. Uh, one of the guys that has been injured some, but is always dangerous. Trey Townsend is one of the state's top passers in Class Five A with uh, about sixteen hundred yards. So they've got a a really strong rushing attack, Jackson, and they've got a quarterback that can get it out there to his receivers. Yeah, they've uh, limited their passing game the past few weeks. I think uh, Trey's got a, I think two two shoulder, both shoulders with a little bit of issues with those. But uh, you know they've been in situations where they really has haven't had to have him the past two weeks. They really controlled the game last week against Dalton uh, with their running game, and and same against Woodland. So. Uh, be interesting to see if they break him back out tonight or if they continue to try to do it on the ground. We'll quickly mention the softball playoffs, Carsville, Cass, and Woodland all eliminated this past week in their respective Super Regionals. Uh, all three, congratulations to those programs on making the state playoffs. Uh, volleyball playoffs, Cass lost in the first round at Jefferson. Adairsville and Cartersville had first-round wins, but then Adairsville lost to Oconee County in round two, and Cartersville, who beat Flowery Branch, lost to Greater Atlanta Christian in the second round. And then also the cross-country championships were this week. Uh, congratulations to both of the Woodland teams. They both finished first. Cartersville was third in the girls and the boys. The Cass boys finished fifth in uh, Region 7-5A. And then, of course, the Adairsville boys come away with a runner-up finish behind Bremen in Region 6 AAA in cross-country. So their cross-country team will be headed to the state meet as well. When we come back, we're going to do something a little different with college football. We're going to 
give you our idea of who is the third best team in each of the Power Five conferences. And we'll talk more about why we're going to talk about the third place team in each of those conferences when we return. So stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. And tonight, we'll remind you very quickly one more time on WBHF Cartersville at Dalton on BartowSportsZone.com. It'll be cast at Calhoun. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with more of BSZ. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care at 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Okay, we always like to uh, kind of wrap things up here on Bartow Sports Zone each week this time of year with a little college football discussion. And this week I uh, gave the Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers a little homework to do and asked them to uh, come up with who they think is the third best team in each of the Power Five conferences. Why the third best team? Well, because it reveals really who your top two are anyway in the conference, and then it draws a line in the sand, if you will, between who the real contenders are in each conference and who we think the pretenders are in 2022. So let's quickly go through three of the conferences, the Pac-12, and I'll give you my take, and then I'll jump around here to Jackson and Allen for a comment here or there. In the Pac-12, I've got it as Utah. Utah beat They just beat UCLA 43-42, but the Utes have been highly inconsistent all year. They lost to Florida early in the season and USC, but uh, uh, there'll be a threat when it comes to taking on Oregon on November the 19th. So that kind of gives you my idea, Jackson. Who have you got as the third best team in the Pac-12? You know, Charles, I struggled with that one. I think you got Oregon, USC, UCLA, and Utah off. I think all were right there with with one loss in in, in conference, and that's right. Kind of all all play each other as the season progresses. But I would tend to agree with you. I think Utah is probably the number three, and I would have Oregon and USC at one and two at this point. You and I stand pat on that one. Let's go to the Big Twelve. I've got TCU and Oklahoma State as the top two teams. TCU's been my kind of pet team all year long. I, I just really like the things that they're doing, and they've won some very uh, big games against ranked teams. The team I've got as third is Texas. They're another inconsistent team, but I think they would have beaten Alabama if Quinn Ewers had finished that game. Uh, still had a chance to win that game. The Longhorns are a team uh, that got – demolished by Oklahoma, uh, who might be the third best team in the Big 12. I think they edge out Kansas State and Baylor, those teams right there for the three spot, Jackson. Uh, that's We're going to differ there. I, I agree with you on the top two in TCU and Oklahoma State, and hats off to Sonny Dykes. What a great job he's done at TCU. But I got Kansas State as the third best team. You know, they've been toe-to-toe. The, their loss to uh, TCU was, I think, a six-point game. Um, I think they're probably the number three. 
In the Big Ten, I've got Ohio State and Michigan. They're kind of obvious as one and two. My third best team is Illinois. I think uh, it may be Penn State, but I'm going to go with Brett Belima at Illinois. He's been a proven winner in the Big Ten, and he's going to have that team, I believe, in the Big Ten championship game. Jackson? Yeah, that east side of that Big Ten conference is, is loaded, top-heavy with Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. And when it's all said and done, those are going to – those three will beat each other up. So, yeah, I can't argue with Illinois uh, being the three right there. Let's jump to the ACC. We've got a couple of minutes here left uh, in the ACC. I, I, I firmly believe Clemson is the best team. I think Wake Forest is probably the second best team in that conference. I'm going to hang with Syracuse as the third team, the Orange uh, they'll have plenty of opportunities to prove me wrong down the stretch. They start with Notre Dame this week, and then they can uh, possibly even move past Wake Forest when they play them in mid-November. I would, uh, I would have, I've got UNC as the third best team in in that league with Syracuse's too. I think Wake Forest is right now. I would put them at the fourth best team. Uh, obviously, with Clemson on the top, you know, UNC with a. Their only blemish so far, the loss to Notre Dame, which is looks like a bad loss now. So uh be interested to see how that unfolds. But I'm going with the, the Tar Heels. And our final Power Five conference, the one I know Allen wants to jump in here with, I'll give you my take. I've got Alabama and Georgia as the top two. Take your pick who you want to make number one. I've got Tennessee as the number three, and I know I'm going to catch grief over this. Uh, as a Georgia fan, I, I, I know I have no chance of getting this one right. The optimist in me will not allow me to put the Bulldogs in that three spot. So I'll go with Tennessee. And, yes, I know Alabama lost to Tennessee, but I'm thinking Alabama may run the table in the West and be favored in an SEC championship game, Allen. As of this point, I'm going to say Tennessee is your third best team. We'll see what happens in two weeks. Jackson? Uh, I think the uh... – the loser of that Georgia-Tennessee game is in the best position to make the playoff, <laughs> believe it or not. I can't argue um, that at all. But uh, I would I would say Alabama is the third best team right now, just based on the head-to-head with Tennessee and Alabama. Well, it'll be interesting as we wind up the college football season and move down the home stretch. I want to give you one revealing stat for this week that I heard on talk radio. Georgia, Michigan, and Ohio State have current strength of schedule rankings 80th or lower. So none of those three, even though they're at the top of the rankings, have a very strong strength of schedule right now. That'll wrap it up for Bartow Sports on this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.